Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. Ew. I th- I think we might be maybe figuring out how to be a little bit more consistent with this. All right. As uh, I am coming in with my 12-week update today. <laughs> yeah. What have I been up to for the last 12 weeks? Since the last time we actually talked, you, you gave your 12-week update. I figured I would come back in and get my 12-week update. And then now we're into football season. Um, we are, you know, and so like with a, uh, I don't know, man, I, I think that, um, I think maybe with these Super Bowl wins, we've become a little, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know if spoiled is a word, but I was just like, after the chiefs week one, um, flat performance, I think <laughs> would be a, a good way of putting it. I was just like, well, I guess I'll trade a few Kadarius Tony drops in week one against an NFC team versus, uh, say, I don't know, I'll take that 65-yard punt with uh, and a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I, historically, I think we'll remember the Super Bowl stuff more than we will the three or four drops that we had in, in week one. So that's that's kind of my uh, – there's my Chiefs take for you. So yeah. uh, Right, but, same, same. You know, it does – I think what we're falling into is what probably the team falls, falls into. And I think, you know, I, I want to say, and I, I, I'm hopefully will be happy eventually to say that we can, like, kind of look back at this, you know, and say that's kind of almost what you needed, um, you know, to kind of get you – in some ways out of that mode right to kind of some ways go okay like you know that people aren't just going to roll over um you know and it has started so you know yeah i mean i i have no worries and then when you see um last night's game where the giants the much heralded and you know they're they're the team the, the up and coming team you know goes and gets whooped by 40 at home same story well, you know you yeah and like the same thing like i mean we are we are literally a bills loss away tonight you know as we record on a monday night we're a bills loss away from the top three in the afc all taking l's you know and like as odd as it was you know like the chiefs loss and then i'm i'm watching the the Bengals just get absolutely destroyed by the browns and i'm over here like uh man joe burrow threw for 82 yards <laughs> and like it's like well and and we're all looking up in, in the afc west we're all looking up at the raiders <laughs> the, the raiders get the dub over the broncos they're one and oh lead Which the division. I, I, I i'm a weirdly i mean if it has to be anyone that kind of dethrones us i have weirdly come around to wanting it to be the raiders of all of all teams i would really i i just can't the, the addition of Sean Payton makes it even worse for me with Russell Wilson and the Broncos there. And like, I hope that fails still even more than I did before. And the chargers, I also am never going to believe be a believer in. And I think them just being a running joke of always, you know, charging it, it will never be not funny to me. So I hope they continue to do that. But the Raiders are like, I don't know what's happened. Is it considered charging if you have a pass interference at the end of a half on a Hail Mary that is 20 yards short of the end zone? Yes. No, that's a perfect example of it. And then you end up losing, you know, by, I mean? three, so, by the yeah. field goal that you gave up with no time left on the first half because you had a pass interference on the is that the textbook definition of charging? They, they as long as they again, I don't I, I usually kind of 
one of those guys that likes to let a dead horse, you know, kind of lie. But I tell you that that is yet to be unfunny for me. So I'm I'm for them charger. You know, what's I think what's weird is that I, I feel like with free agency and it's even worse in college athletics now is I feel like rivalries are dead. Like I, I feel like the rivalries are something that was a, a thing of the 80s and 90s. And as we turned into the 2000s and free agency started becoming a thing that rivalries just died like i remember like the like when i think when you say rivalry i think big eight basketball big eight football like missouri kansas nebraska colorado you know like the iowa state like they're all regional right and then as soon as like you expanded these college things to where the big 12 and all of a sudden it's like you know nothing to me says rivalry like kansas versus west virginia (laughs) <laughs> traditionally such a huge matchup yeah and in, in football especially and and definitely in basketball but um yeah no i you know i i we've talked we, we've had this conversation a couple times i think you know for me it's still about the fans and i think the fans will always have a level of rivalry that maybe the players are not going to have you know and i, and I think you see it Every NFL Sunday, you see it, you know, I mean, and when you really think about it, after the Chiefs game, after some of these losses, the Bengals, when I was watching that game, I thought to myself, you know, after that game was over and they were shaking hands, I thought, those guys, it's got to be really tough for them to not just kind of still laugh every time they're walking off that field as they're cashing, you know, 10, 12, $15 million checks. You know, potentially, or, or you know, or five million, they you know, dollar checks a game or something like that. Like, I think that's some of it too. Is, is that the money, in some ways, becomes so big? We've talked about that as well. You know, like the loyalty of the players, the loyal, you know, the fans kind of feeling on it. Chris Jones is going through that right now, or he wants a lot of money, and now you know the fans are kind of turning on him. You know, so I think the money is take is an un kind of well, so about. like. Joe Burrow just signed that what is roughly a $55 million a year deal, right? So Joe Burrow makes $1.05 million per week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how can you be sad about, I mean, how, how quickly, how quickly does it turn in your head when you take that L again, I'm sure that loss was tough for Joe Burrow. He's injured a little bit. You know, I think he's a competitor. I believe that. in Obviously it's tough. But for me, I guess maybe for me and coming from where I'm at money wise, like I, it would take maybe about five minutes of just, oh, man, I'm sad we lost that game to holy shit. I just, <laughs> I just well, like Chris, so Chris Jones, three hours. <laughs> you brought up Chris Jones. Basically, what Chris Jones is saying is five hundred twenty five thousand dollars a week is just not enough. No, I again, I know, and he wants a raise, and, then and that, that's for every that's for every week, not just like the games he's playing. I'm talking like for 52 weeks out of the year, five hundred twenty five thousand yeah. dollars per. Yeah, and, and that's where you know, again, I you want to sympathize with guys, and you know, I'm pro player, and I want them to get. I, I these owners, they've got the money, obviously, and w- whatever it is, but like it also. The more he talks, the worse off it is in my mind, because you're just better off just saying, hey, it's a business deal. Let your agents take care of it, because the idea that, you know, hey, it's, I'm just like you and you just like the average Joe, man, I just want to raise. That's 
That is that is the stupidest thing. Generally, when you want a raise, you go and you ask your boss for a raise, and they say, "Sure, Matt, we'll go ahead and give you fifty cents on the hour." And you're like, "Hey, thanks, boss." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and your boss is like, "You're like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna need five hundred dollars on the hour raise." Your boss be like, "Cool, Matt. Hey, good luck elsewhere." Right? But, exactly. But and then you don't. What if you don't show up to work too? That's the best thing about it as well. That's the other thing that's incomparable, right? It's like, okay, well. I promise you, if I ask for a raise and then I literally, do, and then I say, well, I'm not showing up until I get this raise. I, I think it's, you know, most companies, most scenarios, most jobs are going, well, um, thank you for your service and your time here, but uh, we're going to go ahead and look elsewhere again. Like I said, so it's an incomparable. Now, on the flip side, I get the, uh, the other opposite side of it is, is that you can't get, you could get, and Andy, you, you, you have a a specialized job much more specialized than probably than I do for sure you know and I think you know many people do but on the flip side you know what Chris Jones argument is is that no one else can do what I do right and that there's only so many people out there like you can't just go and and buy another Chris Jones you know for cheap you can't you know what I mean like you can't replace me Whereas in my job, you know, again, if I was to say, hey, I'm, I want to raise, I'm not working until they, they could replace me in a heartbeat, you know, and I think for you, it'd be, be harder, but probably easier than Chris Jones, you know, same for my wife or anybody else, you know, is like, well, if that makes well, sense. I mean, they could, if I stopped working here, they, it, it wouldn't like the company, the, the company keep rolling. Like, you know, I mean, it, it's not like, me being here it, you know i'd like to feel that i'm a value add and i contribute but if i'm not here and you have I'm a set of you have a set of skills and experiences that in life that are more that that very much tailor you for that job and there's going to be few people that have the same amount of experience and skills but they are they're but they're out there there's probably more out there than can play at a like all pro defensive tackle level at the NFL. And then on top of that, be, you know, who he is, which is really in the top three, you know, yeah. two the, three the of elite them. of the elite. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So that's, that's the, internet. so really that's why he's, it. but, but that argument is fine and dandy, but that's not the, that's a much more nuanced argument right then bro just go play because you're making a ton millions of dollars dude to play a game and you're now not playing now you it is hard to make the argument that you're not hurting the team right and that you're not you know like this is we're literally at a point where we're potentially and i don't think that loss was i think kelsey's you know being out was clearly more important than chris jones being out you know well, that offense is built around Kelsey. Like you can lose Tyreek Hill, you can lose Sammy Watkins, you can lose McCole Hardman, but it's Travis that makes that offense tick because of there's so many off script plays and his read and his feel. And yeah, I don't really blame Kadarius Tony too much. I mean, I know that he had a bad night. Like we've all had a bad day at the office, but I mean, the guy didn't practice for a month. I mean, you you see it all across the league with these guys that didn't do – like, I watched a lot of NFL football yesterday, and it was not high caliber. About the only two teams that really looked, like, really good were um, the aforementioned Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Like, everybody else just looked – I mean, Philly – I mean, Jalen Hurts put the ball on the ground again and almost cost the team. 
like late. But, but they went on the road and beat the Patriots. I mean, that's a pretty good win in week one, you know, like, you know, especially coming off what they've come off, you know. So, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. I got the Patriots last in the AFC East. They could easily be. I mean, they could easily be, right? I'm, the shine is kind of coming off. Oh, boy, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of athletics, um, so part of the reason why we did not record for a significant amount of time over the summer is um, Annika is starting to develop into a pretty good softball player. And so we had softball several nights a week, which kind of, I think we explained, kind of bumped into scheduling with yours well she had her first kid pitch game okay so our coaches pitch team went um 20 in the two years that they played they went uh 28 and 6 okay and they didn't lose and they are on a 22 game winning streak Okay, so the only team, there was a, a, a second-year team that moved on that beat us five times the first year we played, and then there's one team that was in our division beat us the second time we played, and then outside of that, these girls haven't lost. Um, now, I happen to be the head coach of this team, I, you know, so I don't know how they're on such a winning streak with that that much of a handicap at head coach, but, you know, I guess, as they say, talent always uh, – talent always rises to the top, but, but we, we spent um, a lot of time with that. And then in softball, they, your schedule, your calendar is flipped. Okay. So you move up division in the fall. So we finished the summer league in July as coaches pitch. And then in August, you flip to the next division if you graduate up. So now we're in kid pitch with all these different rules trying to get pitchers ready and stuff like that. So we play this team on Saturday. First game, first kid pitch game, right? Uh, an opposing coach, and this is their first team too, okay? This is their first kid pitch game. Opposing coach gets kicked out for arguing balls and strikes. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. The umpire <laughs> kicks him out. The umpire kicks him out for arguing balls and strikes. And by the way, okay, these are these are like eight and nine year old girls that are learning how to pitch the softball. Right. They're rolling half of these in. Right. And we're getting a I mean, this guy went to the uh it's just the the age old come on, blue, call them both ways. It's tough. It's tough. Um come on, blue. Well, so tell me strategy wise, and this is all, again, it's it's always a little tricky one, right? Because when I think of softball, I think of like rec male beer league softball, right? And when dudes were up there taking walks, you know, I I, I was always a little confused and a little annoyed, uh, you know, just just because my feeling was is that. Hey man, I mean this this is not a whole lot of fun unless you we put the ball in play here, we swing the bat, you know. Now, when you're playing competitive softball and you're trying to get a win, you know, and you're playing, you know, I know it's a totally different kind of concept. So tell me, were people like were, were you kind of going, "Hey, get up there. If you get a pitch that's close, swing away." 
Yeah. Or how was this? What was the strategy so, here? So my my so the also we should talk about league rules. For, okay. Um, so we'll finish up this fall with the league rule of if any of the following four occur, any combination of these occur in an inning, a coach comes in and pitches the rest of the oh. inning. Oh, okay. Okay. So if That's you walk good. four batters, if you hit a batter, if Only there's catcher, one batter. Well, you, if if you hit four batters, oh, but, okay. I mean, basically, yeah. So, like, if you have two walks and two hit Batman, you you hit hit two batters and you walk two, coach comes in. Yeah. Okay, you hit four batters, coach comes in. Um, and but by the way, most like when you think of like a hit batter at this age, like this isn't somebody getting just your home or the, the no. we had we had three. Girls How can they not get out of pitch. the way? How well, did they exactly. not get out? So we had three girls get hit by pitch. They all hit their foot. Like the you ball's coming pitch. in, it, it bounces, bounces yeah. on the ground and hits on the jump. foot. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, good ball, take your base. Like, and the kids are standing there like, why? Like, they don't even know. So See, part of me is like, if it hits the ground, it almost ought to not count as it. I mean, it should be just a ball, right? Because if it hits the ground and then hits the girl, you know, like that's weird. But so yeah. we've we took three of our girls that had expressed interest in pitching and we got them set up with a college level, a lady that pitched in college. She's around okay. our age, pitched in college. So sure. I'm useless as far as like, I don't know the mechanics of it. So we we have them work with her and the three of them and then we just like okay you pitch this game you pitch this game you know that type of stuff and so the first so our girl this that, is not annika annika plays catcher annika will right pitch annika will pitch she, she will did pick, not though. pitch this past game but she Got will it. she will pitch and she's pretty good she throws the ball hard but i'm having her pitch the third game because the old control ski is not exactly where we'd like wow. her to have a little bit more Bond, little Rick Bond. Yeah, so we had her. <laughs> we did live live scrimmage the last practice before. Dude, she hit this girl like right, like yeah. kidney. Oh! <laughs> this girl's like sitting on the ground, and one of the other coaches comes over and he's like, "Hey, you know when you get it? he's a he's a great kid, high school high school baseball player. His sister's on the team. He's like, hey, whenever you get hit by a pitch." You got to just like sprint to first base as fast as you can. Let him know that it doesn't hurt. And this little girl is just sitting on in the batter's box, looking at him like, "Nah, dude, I'm not, I'm not sprinting anywhere. I'm actually <laughs> hurt, by the way. Like this um, that, that is really, that is really interesting. And yeah, I mean, that would be the piece that I think is, you know, kind of hardest to do would be to get the control down, right? Because so is she fully going around in the Oh, sugary. Okay, so keep going on this game. So old boy gets thrown out. Yeah, so of, his girls are not like they you can clearly tell that maybe they've, they've thrown a few pitches in practice, but nobody's done any work outside or you know, anything like that, right? There's no and form. So, yeah. Yeah. So like they're like they're throwing them in. And yeah, some of them are hitting the catcher, but like from in at that age, and I'm standing at first base, first base coach. He's at the first base dugout. Like every time our girls would swing at one, I'd ha- I'd ask the umpire as like, uh, "Hey, was that a strike?" Yeah, and he's like, uh, "The second one was. Right. You know, fir- first one wasn't. Second one was." This is one of the things that when you move up from coach pitch to kid pitch is you have to um, know whether you can swing or not. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In, in coach pitch, it's just swing, swing, swing away. Yeah. Can you, so in coaches pitch, I mean, you can still K though, right? I mean, you can honest, uh, or could yeah, you? So a, a strikeout in coaches pitch is uh, if you don't put the ball in play after five pitches. Okay. Right. So you get five pitches, you don't put the ball in play. So are you at, so is it just regular old rules now that the kids are pitching, you know, four, you know, four, yep. four yeah, balls, so, three strikes. Yeah. So next year we'll go to, we're changing the rule to um, let's say that you have a three Oh count mm-hmm. pitcher throws a ball, ball four. the coach will come in for that batter. That batter has three balls to put three pitches to put the ball in player. They're out. Mm-hmm. So no walks. Yeah. I I like that. And then I, if it's if it's three and two, then the coach gets one pitch mm. to uh to put the ball in play. So yeah, I like that. It's just know. I I just hate to see kids just stand around yeah, essentially dude, because a, no one gets any kind of you know work on defense. No one gets any kind of hitting. Right? It just becomes this, and that's what I again in beer league male you know, softball or co-ed, whatever it is, like that would always just crack me up. The folks would just be up there with their, with their bat on their shoulders, just clearly up there taking the walk, which I, I thought no matter if you're just the worst, most, you know, and again, this, cause this is again, no stakes, right. Just out there having fun, you know? So yeah, it's a balance of like, but right for you guys, you, you also need to teach kiddos now to then have an eye, right. Like you said, to essentially be able to see, what pitches to lay off and what pitches to swing at even, you know, because as they get older, it's going to be a little more consistent and a little more, you know, kind of right. Like normal. Yeah. It's um, yeah. I mean, they, they've got to know, like they can steal now. They can't steal home. Like they don't have to hold the third strike. And in softball, you have, you can't lead. Can you? Yeah, your leadoff is once a ball is released, you can leave the base. You can go. So you can you can essentially go as far as you want once the ball's off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the point of stealing now, right? You can just yeah. keep on going and steal. Yeah. Gotcha. So there, there's not the traditional baseball lead where you take your few steps while the pitcher has the ball. Like there's right. no it's too small. It's too yeah. small of a essentially it's too short of a distance. You would never be if you could take a lead, you would essentially be able to steal the base. Yeah. So, you know, in the, in the fall too, like it's glorified. Like I, I look at the fall of scrimmage games, yeah. uh, you know, so I have uh, since, you know, like since my team's on like a thousand game winning streak, I don't know. I, I think it, I legitimately think it's like 22 straight that they've won. <laughs> Uh, we're not let's doing. Let's not get like the Chiefs, man. Let's not <laughs> yeah. get that mentality. They're all they're oh no, man. Every game, every game. Oh, yeah. No, man. That twenty-two. Yeah, we get the winning streak means nothing. We practice them hard, you know. Like oh, I believe like, it. Uh, we're like, I'm look, ready. you know, this is a different division. This is a different, you know. Like you got to bring it. We've been on them about the intensity of practice. Um, on, bro. But uh, we are doing um, entrance music. No. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. For for uh in the games when they come up to bat. Mm-hmm. Yes, can confirm. So like Annika, for example. So for example, Annika, each girl recorded their name, their number, and their name. So they would say something like next up to bat, number eight, Annika Kavanaugh. Sure. Right. And then their entrance song starts. So Annika, of course, has uh Tech Nine. Tech Nina. 
Technina, Kansas oh, yeah. City. Yes. Uh, but she is uh, one of those girls that wants to change hers up every week. Um, and so this week she's going for uh she got upset because her friend Kate on the team um had uh last week she had for whom the bell tolls. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I mean that's just you gotta go with the because I, I yeah, because Kate um I, I called Kate like she was a soul taker in the uh in the coach pitch division. Like she was our pitcher, and we our league had this weird thing where like you drew your and I know why they do it because like you got to keep score and keep records and then you got to organize stuff, you know, at the end and like, okay, this team's a seven seed to so show up this day at this time, you know? And so your tournament is already seeded based on how you draw your, uh, how you draw at the start of the season. Okay. So I'm team number seven. I'm on the seventh slot of the, of the, the schedule. Right. And uh, team number six so here's how my playoffs went. Um, so I was the seven seed and I had to play the six seed and I went um, 12 and 0. <laughs> he went 10 and 2. Wow. And we had to play each other in the first round. Wow, that's a shame. And that's the team that the team that got the bye that we wow. ended up playing in the second game was uh, 0 and 12. <laughs> They may have won a game or two, but not. So this was the first time in like two years of coach pitch that I had. We have a rule that every kid has to bat. Mm-hmm. We had run ruled them. And then we had to come off the field and they had to bring up two girls to bat. A plus. Now, it wasn't because my team, I mean, we were clearly superior, mm-hmm. but they had eight strikeouts on 10 at bats in coach pitch. So, so, like, you know, and then so what they bring in friggin' uh, Nolan Ryan for the well, like, pitch I, so I, I the guy that did our pitching was really good. Like he actually throws like a flat. He would throw flat. Their guys like throwing beer league looper Dude, in there. It's way and, tougher. And so it's way harder. Yeah, yeah. So he's throwing beer league looper in there. Oh and, man, and, you gotta um, have that line drive, man. You gotta yeah. so that you can really yeah. What are the what? But the uh, uh, but Kate. Uh, this girl hit this line drive right back up on the second to best team. This girl hit a line drive right back to Kate, snags it out of the air, like just throws it to first base, doubles them off. Ends the first one the bell tolls was good for her. That's it was for her player. because I was like, she just takes team soul. After that, it was like, okay, this is over. Like, you know, the she would just get out there and like those girls would. The momentum would be like gone. Like we can't win if this girl catches. Well, and yeah, so like I on my on my coach pitch team, I had a good third baseman, a good pitcher, first base, and second base. So wherever they would hit the ball, they're getting out right. Like everybody else probably had like maybe a good pitcher. Like you had to have a good pitcher and a good first baseman to win. And then, and then. When we get up into this division, we pull back a girl that we had on our team last year. So now we've got a good third short, second, first, and pitcher. Nice. And so, like, anything that gets put in play, like, our girls are are making outs. And so 
Wait, so Annika, I'm going back to pop to my head again. Did you hear the story? So Annika's like Mahomes, I guess. Did you hear that story they were telling on the game or before the game about how Mahomes had to roll the ball to first base when he was playing when he was playing little league because he was throwing so hard? They, you know, Chris Sims essentially asked him, you know, when did you know you had a strong arm? He said, Yeah, I just remember they told me I had to start rolling the ball to the first to first base in little league because I was throwing it too hard and the guy couldn't catch it and it was dangerous or whatever. And so, so Annika sounds like is kind of very Mahomesian in that way. Yeah. Annika throws hard, but she needs to get her, like no, even she plays that she plays second base. And so it's like, Hey, you know, sometimes a little, a little flip will work. Like if you're, <laughs> if you're two feet away, you don't have to like yeah, yeah, you don't have to yeah. throw it as hard as you can, but like the girl that plays first, um like she catches everything right like when uh kate and her are playing catch like it's like mahomes to kelsey is basically what we would say it's like they'd hit it to kate kate would go get it throw it to alexis and it's like mahomes to kelsey so but um yeah so kate had whom for whom the bell tolls but then kate decided that she wanted no sleep till brooklyn oh for game two and annika had that one in her rotation so then she had to put in fight for your right to party oh so Now the um, what has started out to be this fun little hey we're gonna have walk up music has now become this like uh, job for somebody on the team to have to actually like keep track of okay now what's Laney want this week? Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. See, that sounds fun until it gets to that point, right? And then it gets a little bit difficult because they actually pay someone to do that for the actual professionals. I'm sure you know and who spends a lot of time and money, you know, and effort on that. So yeah, that's a tough job to do. Well, it's all app based. So it's, you know, it's, it's actually not that bad. And you just iTunes it, you know, but. Oh uh, yeah. It's a no. On the yeah. Floor. We're going to have to tell the girls like, it, but... Hey, take your time getting to the plate. Cause like, you're not getting through your whole song. But here's what I, here's what I also know is funny though. And I mean, you know, which this is just like any athlete, right? I mean, if you hit that wrong button, dude, and it ain't my walk-up song, you've really thrown like my whole rhythm off. I don't even really know if I can go up there and hit if it's some garbage that I, I cause, or at least I would have to say, Hey, this wasn't my song, you know, cause I can't, I can't be up there claiming, you know, some, <laughs> you hit friends in low places or some nonsense like that for me. I'm, I'm like, Hey, I'm sitting back down and you know, I like Garth, but I can't have that. That's too. The umpire's like, come on, next, next up. You're like, not my song. That's not my song. I cannot leave the on deck circle. That is not my song. Right. I'm just going to be over there. Like the Mahomes signal he's always doing, you know, I'll be like, come on, man, that ain't me. Flip the next one. Next, next song. Play, next play, next play. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's right. tough. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure yeah. on the, uh, the audio person there. So. Sure. Well, you got like an audio coach. I assume you have then. Some yeah, sort yeah, of- yeah. We have a assistant. Uh, yeah. It's a, well, I mean, we have an assist. We have like a lead. Um, audio visual. AV. Well, no, it's a lead hype coach. And then we have assistant hype coach, you know, so got the hype coach, hype coordinator, actually, is what we refer to her. HC. Yeah, yeah Donna's a hype coordinator. And then um, Kara's the assistant hype coordinator. When Donna's not there, Kara, Kara does the, Kara does it. So, you know, oh, we, that makes sense. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, so yeah. That's what else, what else was going on? I know you oh, man, you know, traveling. I, uh, a lot of traveling, uh, which I thought. Yeah, was so, uh, you know, great friend of the show um, at Live in the Dream. Big shout mm-hmm. out. 
at living yeah. the dream. Um, yeah. Broncos starting off great. He, his uh, uh, his sister Sarah asked, lobbed out a hey, uh, we need a sub for pickleball. And I was like, ah, I played tennis, you know, I'll come out and sub with you. Yeah. Um, picked up pickleball over the summer. Now I'm perhaps maybe a little obsessed. Yeah, an enthusiast, the PB yeah, enthusiast. I'm a, yeah, pickleball enthusiast. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing pickleball a lot. Uh, it's, a, it's a ton of fun, you know, like getting out there, um, thinking that I'm, you know, still Rafa Nadal or uh, Novak Djokovic, you know, out there on a the pickleball. court. You know, a pickleball. Right. Yeah, a pickleball. Yeah, a pickleball. I mean, Right. Yeah, it's a uh, it's one of those games where you know it's supposed to be like soft, you know, like oh yeah, you want to hit these dinks, you want to hit these dinks. Not me, man. I'm out there crushing like baseliners and right, right. you know, lobbing, hitting lobs over these 65 year olds' heads, dude. Like they can't handle me. <laughs> Talking trash to them. Nah, that's not. That's... Well, the, actually, the hardest part of it is um, teaching Kara how to play. Oh boy, teaching your wife how to. To, to do like hey um you Risky know like business hit, here hit hit the it. hit the ball here right like this is how you you know it's it's a lot like coaching your kid but even worse because like when you're coaching your kid it's like what's dad getting on me it's like i talked to all the players the same i you try to teach your wife how to hey you know like look have your paddle like this can you not do this why are you yelling at me not not yelling at you. Um, nice. Are you going on a pickleball tour? Uh, you know, I, I started looking into. Uh, you know how yeah, you know how I am, man. I I started looking into how much would it cost to start a pickleball franchise, or how much would it cost to uh, buy a pickleball pickleball franchise. Um, which it's not really that expensive. You know, if I could get a couple couple people in on it, man, I, I really feel like this would be something that uh, that I might invest in. Love that. Idea. Um, vacation was to uh, New York City and uh, Philadelphia yeah. to uh, visit uh, Eagle Fan Bex. Yeah. Um, who has had a, a very rough post February uh, living in Eagles Eagles country there. Yeah. So, so they don't like when she wears a red. They get mad about that. And I don't. Um, but. Uh, but you know, she uh it was one of those things where we're like, hey, we're gonna come visit you for a few days. And she's got this amazing talent to take a uh twenty five hundred, three thousand dollar trip and turn it into ten to twelve thousand with just a uh, a few little words such as, Do you wanna go to New York for a few days? <laughs> nice. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's really yeah. not the most cheapest place to visit. Uh, yeah, dude, it's uh yeah, it, it's crazy, but uh, so great though, and I love that you, yeah, took took the kiddos and that opportunity because that's something that we've talked about doing very soon. Is, um, L L did not a, she right. tolerated it, but she didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> the um the city the city itself or the trip or just just the city just New York just the hustle and bustle of New York just the. The like the crowds getting bumped into a lot. It's a like, lot. um, yeah, there was one day we were like just kind of walking down from like, let's go to the Harry Met Sally diner and let's see the friends apartment and Kramer. You know, you're just kind of like checking, let's go to the Ghostbusters thing. <laughs> you know, you're just kind of like checking out all these things. Amazing. Right? Yeah. And dude, she was like 
holding my hand as we're walking down the sidewalk and i'm like why are you gripping my hand so hard she's like oh sorry i'm just i'm just uh you know it's like anxious and um this uh this lady like bumped into me actually i bumped into her like you know people are going this way people are going that way and i just i bumped into this lady she l runs up to me she's like check your pockets Bless their heart. Yeah. It yeah. is a lot. I mean, it's just, it. it is such a, I mean, that's why I think, you know, and whether, you know, I hope it wasn't too traumatic for, but I think that's, that's the experience of it, right? It's kind of knowing and maybe experiencing it, then you know, like, yeah, that's not, you know, you know, your kind of place and what you um like you know as far as an environment, you know, and then that, that's what's great about traveling. I think, you know, because uh, yeah, you I know, don't maybe she'd want to take a job there someday and you know she had an opportunity and now she can be like, uh, you know, like that's just not my vibe, you know. I've been there and I don't like it, you know. So here's what I would say. I don't know that I would ever want a vacation in New York again. Like my idea of going on vacation is like you slow it down. Beach, right? Uh, you, you bring the RPM, you bring the RPMs down. Yeah. Right? Dude. Now, I feel like if you're gonna go to New York. And I feel like if you go to somebody that knows the city, that has lived there, you're going to have a 10 times better time than like if you go and you're just doing all the touristy stuff, right? Like there's almost like an international trip. Like if you know someone who speaks the language, if you know someone who literally is, yeah, lives there or knows the good spots, right? Exactly. It's so much better than just trying to maneuver around in a place like it. It's just so tough. And I think it also becomes... Like I've only done short since there. And I think that's probably been for the best, you know, and I think maybe that's another part of it too. You know, I could see where like after three, four or five days, it gets, you know, just a, too much, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and like, like we stayed in Times Square. Yeah. Annika that, yeah. loved staying in Times Square. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah, I get it. Uh, this is, this is the independent center without a roof and more leds right like okay they got it's it's like why are you so excited about raising canes we got a raising canes i remember i remember we got a taco bell we we i remember opening up the windows in our hotel and it's being you know they have those essentially soundproof windows because it's just so loud and we would crack them open it would just be like a rock kind of just be roar of sound you know like just you know again million honking horns and and people yelling and talking it's just like yeah it's just it's again it's overwhelming so i can kind of understand well, we have we have a gap at home. I don't understand what's so yeah, so yeah about that but here, not with so. fancy lights. It's not like a fifteen-story gap, though. But I only got scammed once. Okay. Uh, rocky steps. Oh. Ran up, ran up the steps with the girls, and uh, we're up there taking selfies and stuff like that. And this dude comes up, like, "Yeah, man, let me get your picture." And I'll, you know, and then all of a sudden, this dude starts taking, like professional yeah move over move over yeah man i'm a professional photographer and it's like ah oh, shit here it comes yeah man i work for tips Ugh. and i ah oh, man so i gave him like i don't know like a five or ten or whatever i have but i was gonna buy a t-shirt from the guy after when i saw he was selling t-shirts like these rocky t-shirts but he only did cash and after i tipped him i only had four dollars left so we we were unable to uh to strike a deal 
So yeah, well, but they, uh, they're only out that much. It's not too bad. But that sounds like a great yeah, summer. It was. Man. It was. And then uh, you know, I I sent the girls back to uh, to school, and then I um, I I got COVID for the first time. Yeah. So, uh, the the nice thing was is uh you know I I acquired a Jeep around uh, the fall last year, and from Memorial Day to yesterday, I had the doors and top off. Um, now as the, uh, as I left for lunch today and, uh, was in a bit of a downpour, I was glad that I put the top and doors on tough day today to be driving around in that. But, um, you know, my COVID wasn't horrible. It was kind of like a, a bad cold kind of a normal flu. But the hard thing is, is like, it's just the energy. Like it just, uh, my energy is like low and it still is like two weeks later like i've still kind of got some of the drainage and the congestion so i would just throw the dog in the back of the jeep and we would just drive around um and then when i would get tired i would go down to my parents pool and just sleep so if you're going to get covid i would suggest getting covid toward the end of summer so that when you're ready for nap time you can come out of covid with a phenomenal tan dude i mean you did it right it sounds like yeah Dude, COVID, COVID in the winter is for amateurs. Like the pros go COVID in the summer. Yeah. And now you're like inoculated probably at least for a while. Like you're probably good for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't think I can get the, uh, the new vaccine. Um, I, I don't think you can get those for like, uh, I think it's like six months. If you've had it within the last six months, I don't think you can get the. I've heard about that booster like vaccine. Deal, and then like that. is it supposed to work for flu too or something? And it's supposed to work for everything. Yeah, I think they give you one shot and one arm, one shot in the other. So oh boy. This is getting exciting, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, I think I think we'll be able to record next week because I think you and I have a schedule now, maybe. Yeah, we'll we see. Got it. We'll, we'll see how we actually do on it. Um now that we've got these work schedules aligned and you know, got a got a good recording time. So yeah, look at us being very organized. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, next week I need you to abide by the new dress code. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I will be, man. I gotta spoof spiff it up a little bit here. I didn't know we were going full, <laughs> you know. This is like this isn't even business cash to me. This is like <laughs> this is looking sharp, man. I gotta <laughs> step it up. Well, you know, I mean, when when I record at the office, then uh, I have to wear office apparel. Yeah. I did have this thing where, you know, I was talking about before, before we get out, I'll tell you one story from, uh, from the summer. So when I was driving back and forth with the top off the Jeep, it would get very, very warm on those very hot days. So I would, uh, I would change into shorts and t-shirt to leave the office. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in the, uh, my office is in the top floor of, uh, of our building. And so I'm riding the elevator down and I'm in shorts t-shirt flip-flops and there's a bank that's maybe five floors below us mm-hmm. and i didn't realize it at the time but the guy was being a fucking prick to me and he's like uh did you work in the office today i was like yeah and he's like we are dressed very differently and i was like yeah it's warm you, yeah <laughs> and then like when we got out of the elevator i was like oh huh, man Yes, being a dick. I think he, I bet he thought that I worked for his company. Right. Exactly. Like it was one of those those moments where you're like, man, I wish I had that to do over again. You know, and just be like, yeah, my boss is super cool. Like, 
Yeah, oh, man. There's I, so many potentials. For yeah, this. Oh, man. You know what, dude? I am just trying to get fired, man. I'm just trying to get that severance package out of this place. Like, oh, uh, 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 yeah, you know. Yeah, so what happens when they call you in on your day off for the fourth <laughs> straight week? You know, I've worked yeah, eight straight days. <laughs> I'm sick of this place. This place is the worst, man. I hope they fire me. Exactly. Who do you? Who are you? Who do you work for? Yeah. <laughs> you guys hiring? Yeah. All right, man. I'm gonna get out of here. Good right. Holiday. All right, we'll probably be back on Chief stuff next week. I don't know. I don't know. Right. You never know what the weeks hold for us. Right. It's a, it's a potpourri grab bag. <laughs> All right. See you next week.